Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath, B2B marketer, sport card collector, and investor, and massive professional wrestling fan. I'm here to bring you a program about sports cards, baby. That's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about things in the sports card market that make us happy. We're here to talk about opportunities. We're here to talk about operating. We're here to be good citizens of the hobby. It's a special time. It's always a special time. There's a lot going on. What are we going to talk about? We're probably not going to talk about the headlines, the news. We don't read the news here. We share perspective and insights. And I think that's why you keep coming back and listening to me on Wednesdays, sit here and talk by myself. It's very therapeutic. I've talked about that. Got a lot going on in my head. And as I share my thoughts, I think a lot about the same feeling that I might have had sitting on a couch and sharing my thoughts with someone who does therapy professionally. Shout out to mental health, everybody, by the way. It's always good to look after yourself. There's a lot going on in our heads on a day-to-day basis. You don't have to let it stay inside. Talk to someone. There's a public service announcement right out of the top because you know I'm about mental health awareness. Crazy time, not just in the hobby, in the world in general. We're a year into this pandemic, which is absolutely wild. Can't believe it. We decided at my old job to that we were going to leave. Little did we know we'd never come back to work. During that time, I started a show called Stacking Slabs, coming up on the year anniversary here, and changed companies, working on a company that's not even launched yet, doing Stacking Slabs religiously every Wednesday and Friday. So deep, deeply invested in sports cards right now. A lot can happen in a year's time. A lot of changes. I see the light at the end of the tunnel just with everything. So I'm fired up. I'm motivated and I am excited to be sitting here on a Saturday at my kitchen table while my wife gets her hair cut recording this episode of the Stacking Slabs podcast. So if you are out there, you're going for a walk and you got your AirPods in, you're sitting on your couch, you're driving in your car, you're going for a run, whatever you're doing while you listen to the Stacking Slabs podcast, take one minute. And just think to yourself, this thing that we're all a part of is the most fun thing that is going on. So let's be positive and let's make it happen. And I just want to say, anyone with that mindset, you're always welcome to join the Stacking Slabs community and appreciate that. We don't need any negativity on here. Let's get on with the freaking show. I am fired up right now. I just got back from a run, and I wanted to run downtown. I wanted to check out the sights and scenes. And when I woke up, I looked. It was 27 degrees, and I was like, man, it's cold out there. 
I wonder what's going to, what's going to, if anything's going to be happening yet with the fans and with March Madness happening. We, you know, got through the first slate of games. I didn't see much activity. I think people were, you know, drinking their coffee in their hotel rooms. It's kind of early. The one thing I did see was a group of uh, Gauchos fans. And I was like, man, you're here in cold ass Indianapolis. That is a love for basketball. So cheers to you. I still can't believe when I'm watching these games, just seeing Bankers Live, Lucas Oil, you know, IE Assembly Hall, Mackie, Hinkle. It's crazy. I love it. Basketball, baby. Hopefully y'all got your brackets filled out. I didn't really think. I kind of went aimless at filling it out. We'll see how I do. Not off to a great start so far. I will say the re- one of the reasons why I had to get a run in this morning is because I decided to treat myself last night, and I treated myself with the official food, I think, of the crossover, and that's pizza pie, baby. I love pizza, so I just wanted to spend a little time and, and shout out um, some good pizza. So in Indianapolis, you know, there's a lot of pizza options. There's a lot of pizza options wherever anyone lives, but I will say there is a establishment that opened a second location and it was originally opened in Bloomington where Indiana university is. And it is, uh, you know, five minutes from me, they don't do delivery, but it is worth the pickup. So I want to shout out King Doe off the top for the pie King Doe. It is a, just the dough, man. It, that's, the, that's the gimmick. They got the dough. It's the, the wood fire, that whole deal. It's a um, foldable. I like the, the ability to fold my pizza, and I like the ability to, um, you know, maybe drop it in a dunk here and there if I wanted to. My pie, if my classic pie, like the pepperonis, I like the jalapenos. I like the spice. Give me the kick. I even turn it up another notch. I throw some sriracha on there. So I threw down a 14-inch pizza last night. And something else that I just think is my favorite food potentially in the world. And when you get this food alongside the pizza, it's the ultimate experience. So I got an order of wings, and their wings are fantastic. So last night, I threw down about eight hot buffalo wings with the blue cheese. Yes, blue cheese on wings, not ranch. No, that's a polarizing topic. But and then I had my 14-inch pepperoni and jalapeno pizza. Um, and it was just a magical experience. And, you know, after I got done eating, I went to my recliner and I just watched basketball. It was awesome. So we work our asses off. We try to eat healthy during the week, but man, when it's Friday and there's basketball on after a hard week of work, don't let your hair down a little bit, eat your pizza and enjoy. Hopefully all of you out there, if you're listening to the Stacking Slabs podcast, have had a chance to subscribe to the weekly RIP newsletter. I've gotten a ton of feedback, three editions out free of charge. All you have to do is go visit the Stacking Slabs Instagram page. If you're not following me already, what are you doing? Hit the follow button first, okay? Once you hit the follow button, if you're a first-time follower, shoot me a note. Tell me what's up. Tell me you're a listener. I appreciate that connection. But 
also make sure you hit the link. All you have to do is drop in your email. You'll get the weekly rip uh, installment for when it comes out this week. I love writing. I love sharing my thoughts, obviously. And there's no charge to this. This is a brand building activity from the Stacking Slabs podcast to you. You're the beneficiary. I want to say, I got a couple really, really nice DMs this week from individuals that thanked me. And it was genuine and it was just like, hey, man, I appreciate your content. I appreciate how, you know, it's free. You're just putting yourself out there and it's really helping me as I'm in this stage of my collecting. And that's the point of this damn show. It's when I started it, I was there and stuff was different. So it, it, it really fires me up to get those notes. And I don't, I don't need a lot of recognition but the fact that I hear that like what I'm talking about and things I'm bringing up or people I'm bringing on the show is helping people out, that's what I'm here for because that's what this hobby is all about. And so really with this show, with the newsletter, with social media, I am just trying to give back to the damn hobby because it's giving back to me so much. It's awesome. So I appreciate everyone who has signed up for the weekly rip. I am getting the hell out of my house. I'm getting out of here. I spend almost all my time in my home. The good thing is I love my home. I, I don't need much. I don't, I don't need to be out and about. There's a pandemic going on. Um, my days are spent working. Like a majority of the days work. There's some out, evening hours where I chill out, but it's just kind of rinse and repeat. The stacking slabs is is allows me to uh, have a little bit of a creative outlet, which I love and connect with all of you. But we needed a little change up. So my wife and I are going down to Florida. Shout out to anybody who is a listener of the Stacking Slabs podcast who is about Southwest Florida. More specifically, not Fort Myers. Fort Myers is cool, but not Fort Myers. Not Captiva Island. Captiva Island is cool, but not Captiva. I'm talking about Sanibel Island, baby. That is the place where I go when I'm going south to hang out, chill out, and do nothing. So next week, I will be off the grid, kind of. Not really. I, I will still be doing sports cards because I love it. But I will, ha I will be in sunny Florida doing nothing, trying to vacation, having a good time, trying not to work on the company I'm supporting, but I probably will because... There's just too much going on. But anyways, I'm changing venues, going down to the Sunshine State, drinking some orange juice and having some good old times. But that's where I'll be. I'm going to get in all my content beforehand because you know what? There's no, there's no time for a break here on this show. So I'm excited for that. I'm also freaking excited for Carson Wentz, baby. He looked good in that blue jacket and that number two, fired up. Man, talk about just – I want the Indianapolis Colts uh, – marketing right now is just off the charts. Lara Overton, who a lot of people locally have seen her. She covers the Colts. She's covered a lot of college sports. She works for the Colts. Guessing she's behind some of this. But just great, great stuff. And it's firing me up. And I'm so excited for the season. I'm so excited for Carson Wentz to be a part of the Indianapolis community. We are welcoming you, Carson, with open arms. Excited to see you integrate with that the team. Just, they're Free agency isn't over, but this team isn't a free agency team. I think 
a lot of teams get twisted when they feel like they need to build their team through free agency. The the What I do is I study the GMs and I look at the moves they're making and the really good GMs, they're building through the draft and then they draft good guys and then they retain them. And there might be a free agent here and there they get, but that's really how it works. And so the Colts have all this money and every, some people are like, why aren't they making these moves? It's because that's, that's not what we do. What we do is then go pay our guys. We got to pay Braden Smith, who's our tackle. We got to pay Quentin Nelson, who's the best guard of all time. Yes, I'm going to say that. He's the best freaking guard of all time. Go watch this guy play football. He's an absolute animal, ripping people's heads off. Talk about Quentin Nelson with this backfield next year. Brought Marlon Mack back. Hell of a player. I love the contract. One year, two million. Got Jordan Wilkins. You got Naeem Hines, and you got the young bull, potentially the best running back, young running back in the NFL next year, Jonathan Taylor. It's going to be flying off of fantasy boards. I love what we're doing here in Indianapolis. Go Colts, baby. Shout out to all my Colts listeners. I'm fired up. Something that happened this week was that was also great, but then it, it leads to work because this is what happens in the hobby is that I nearly forgot that I had put a sent a sub to a group submission in July. And it was more more or less like, I just want to see what this is like as I was learning. And I realized quickly that it, you know, it was wasn't any different than kind of doing it yourself. It's just the waiting game. But I want to shout out um I want to shout out my man Rob Valenti. Uh Rob is with Iron Sports Cards. And I totally like for space this and I got a note from him and he sent my tracking. I was like, oh my God, like this is great. It's like a home run scenario. I had already paid for this group sub. Rob messaged me and was like, hey, you know, your, your cards are back. Um, you know, can you, here's here Venmo me for shipping. If you want extra insurance, it's going to cost this. And I was like, holy cow. I, I, I like literally totally forgot about this sub. And so I paid Rob and then good communication. If you want to do group sub, check his stuff out. Um, he's got a Facebook page. He's got a spreadsheet um, where he, he's got like a tracker where he updates you. It's just a really solid experience. Um, but anyways, this, the, the group sub came on Friday. I, if you want to look at the, the group sub uh, video, I, I, post, I did a live just to unveil. Nothing like crazy or anything. Honestly, it was a lot of cards I forgot about. Um, but, uh, c- connected with a few people who wanted to buy some stuff, which was great. But literally like what I'm doing is I posted all of the cards on eBay and they'll, they'll all be sold by the time this goes live because I need money because I want to buy cards because there's awesome cards out there that I want. So that the, the thing is though, with this, the steps, so the steps are, and this can be individually or through a group sub. It's like you get your you get your car, you buy your cards raw, you rip them in packs, you clean them up, you pick them out, you put them in uh, card savers, you get them all together, you put them in packages, and you ship them away. Like that, first of all, like that takes forever. Okay, you all know this. It takes forever. And if you enjoy that, shout out to you. I don't enjoy it. It sucks. <laughs> like it straight up sucks. I like. There's no, like, it's just takes so much time. It, and then you got to sub, you got to submit them in like, you know, PSA, you're finding the cards, you're trying to get it all. It just takes a while. And I don't enjoy it, but it's a part of it. But then you wait. And then it's just like this waiting game. 
unless you're like subbing individual cards and you're expressing them. Um, and then you get your cards back. And like, for me, I looked at these cards. I was like, all right, these are all just getting sold. And I want them out of my hands as quick as possible. Then like the listing on eBay, I literally had, I think it's 22 cards. I, I ended up putting on eBay and it, it took me forever. Like it, it just takes forever. And so they're all listed. They're all going to get sold. And then I'm like, man, just like this whole process is just like, it just, takes forever like and and to me the most valuable thing that i try to protect right now is is just my time i i i i spend so much time working and i spend time on stacking slabs i i try to spend time in like just doing cards myself um i spend time with my wife you know family it's like there's 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 only so much time so it's like for me i've heard a lot of people talking about this like when I first got back into it, but just like the people that just want to go direct, cut out all the steps. And now I'm feeling that I I'm feeling that it's just like, if I want to buy cards, I'm just going to buy them slabbed up direct because it's just, I want to protect my time. So that, there's just a story. And I just wanted to share that. Uh, I, I, I think it's important to think about your time, what you're doing. I'm not trying to say don't sub. It's not like I'm not going to sub, but I'm more inclined to buy the card already the way I like it and not gamble as much on those grades if the card is for my PC. Been getting a lot of questions from new listeners, and I think there is so much going on with the hobby. There's so many different levels of the hobby in terms of collecting what people like. And, you know, I touched on a little bit sets and things that I look for when I'm buying cards, but I want to get into it a little deeper uh, off the top. And I think like the most important thing that we can think about when we're collecting sports cards is thinking of yourself as the CEO of your PC. You're the curator of your PC. And if you want to share those cards that you bought with the rest of us, awesome. We, we love that. Like as a Instagram scroller, as someone who is reposting people's cool shit, like if you post the card that hits me, I'm going to repost it. And I'm going to tag you because I want other people to see that. If you don't want to post your stuff, I get it. Like some people are private. There are a lot of great collectors out there that are private collectors. And that's admirable. You know, I, on, for my professional job, I spend a lot of time talking with marketers, content marketers, and the, there is, there are the people that have used their platforms to, do the Tony Robbins thing, like, hey, this is, do this, share thoughts, all this. But, like, what I'm finding is, like, some of the smartest people and some of the brightest folks are the people behind the scenes making it happen. And the people that aren't trying to push their name and try to push themselves out into the forefront, I think that's the same thing with card collecting, too. A lot of the great card collectors are just sitting there watching us (laughs) and just, like... (laughs) just sitting on their stacks of amazing cards. And so, so I think that's a thing. And I think like as curators of our own PCs, there is obviously opportunities to get inspired from other people. I think when I think of just like ultimate PCs, just off the top of my head, I think about Nat Turner. How can you not think about Nat Turner? Like his collection of nineties basketball cards, LeBron cards. It's like, it's second to none. 
Okay. The other, another one I want to call out because I absolutely love interacting with him. I love his account and his cards are just incredible. He posted these three Chris Paul cards this week that like I shared them. Um, man, just incredible stuff, but that's exquisite collector. By the way, Chris Paul, top 10 point guard of all time. I think his cards are starting to get appreciated. Um, Spinatron, another great collector. Kobe collection, second to none. has got so much awesome stuff. There is, you look at these collections and it's for me as a fan, it's much, much like I, I, uh, Watch the golden auctions. I'm a fan. I'm sitting on the sideline and I'm just loving it because it's, I love seeing these cards and, but I don't put myself in the shoes of being like, Oh, I got to go get these cards. It's just, they're different levels of the hobby. Can this be intimidating? For sure. Can we draw inspiration from it? 100%. I think you got to think about the years of experience put, put in to collections like that to get to the level that those individuals and many others are we as sports cards collectors have to find our avenues and our avenues must inspire us there must be a flame that keeps that passion lit it is that passion that is in that flame that is lit that allows you to go down avenues and purchase sports cards that are significant significant to you chances are if they're significant to you they'll be significant to other people. And this collector's mindset and mentality is the reason why this hobby is just amazing right now and why the market is just amazing. This hobby that we're a part of would not be seeing the type of growth that we're seeing without collectors like you and me. Never forget that. Never forget the importance of the sports card collector in this whole, on all the various dynamics. Without us, this thing falls flat on its face. Personally, I want a collection that is made up of my favorite players and favorite teams, sets, that is different than everyone else. I don't want my, you know this is the hobby content alternative. I don't want this show to be like any other show. You think I want my collection to be like any other collection? Hell no. So that's why, like, with these monster accounts, I loved it. Just gains ins- I gain inspiration from him, but I don't set out and be like, my goal is to be like him. Not at all. My goal is to just make myself happy. I want to be happy as hell. I want that mail day to come, and I want to be so freaking excited to open it up that I can hard I can't hardly see straight. That's what this hobby is all about. We can't be scared to buy product that, that we love that others aren't. This is when you, you win big. I think about cards that I love, and I think about the production. I think a lot about serial numbers. I think a lot about graded stuff. Because ultimately, like I want, I, there are th- components of cards that I want that got to align with passions, but also... I don't want there to be mass production. I want it to be limited because I'm a limited guy. I think I want it to be, I want that, obviously I want it to be aesthetically pleasing. I want it to be of players that I love. You know, you look at just like the, the 
refractors and just the market, just loving refractors. And you look at the prices on refractors that have gone up because the supply is low of some of these cards. Look at PMG. There's a case study there. Part of the reason why I jumped in and like jumped so deep into like this Galactics journey is because I love the cards. They're beautiful. There's a scarcity component. And quite frankly, like it was a good opportunity to turn because I love basketball. I love so many basketball players and having a chase that is around NBA award winners from each year in galactic form is an opportunity for me to collect a lot of different players that I have an appreciation. So if you want to make a play, that's the term a lot of people use, the play. Bet on bet on cards that make you happy. Bet on that scarcity. That's how I got into this galactic game. And I'm I'm so thrilled. I got a freaking Russell Westbrook galactic this week. And it was from his MVP year. And I didn't have any galactic Russell. Or I didn't have any Russell Westbrook cards. But getting this card triggers the thought of me watching those triple doubles every night and just how absurd it was, okay? And now that inspires this thought about what I think about Russell Westbrook as a player. I love his toughness. I know he's not everyone's favorite player. He's not for everyone. But I love his tenacity and I love his passion. And so now I'm down a rabbit hole looking at Russell Westbrook cards. That's what's so much fun about the hobby. I put out there this week, that there's two E's in sports cards. You've got education and entertainment. Demand your time is spent filled with both of these. Pass on your knowledge and interact with others with the same passion. Just escape and get better. I think it is so important to be educated and be educating yourself and educating others. And then also this entertainment component is huge. I hope that when you listen to Stacking Slabs, you're getting both of those. You're feeling like I'm educating you on stuff. And you know I'm not a hobby historian. I'm not someone, and I don't try to be. I'm not someone that's going to sit back here and read the to pull out the scrolls and give you like all the hobby history of sets and stuff. I'm freaking learning on the fly. However, I think there is some education that I, I, I'm bringing to the table that can help with you on your journey. Or I hope you feel that. I hope you feel entertained by listening to the Stacking Slabs program every week. So I think just in terms of everyone's hobby um, evolution, we should all be thinking about these things. I've got an example, and I can't wait to talk about this example. Everybody does the hobby different, okay? And somebody in the hobby that I've really been enjoying because education and entertainment is my guy Sasha T, okay? And now Sasha T, if you if you looked on the surface level of his content, his page, and what he's doing, and you look at Brett at Stacking Slabs and what I'm doing and what I'm talking about, you'd probably be like, all right, these two guys are complete opposites. They're opposites in the way they approach the hobby, which is maybe accurate. I don't know. Maybe not. But I think the thing that that's that's a component that the diversity of mindset and the hobby really helps make this hobby move. And there's different places for different people. But I want to tell you, like, I truly appreciate his content and his perspective because I'm being educated and I'm being entertained. And I'm going to talk about the reasons why it works for me. So if you're an outsider and you're just looking in and you 
see his Instagram posts or whatever, you're like, okay, this guy is a sports car investor. That's what you might bucket. You say he's an investor. Uh, he's a flipper. Like he's doing that. So because he's doing that, like that's not necessarily my flavor of hobby. That's fine. People can think that. I've thought that about other people before without taking the time to really understand what they're doing. It happens. I think the thing I appreciate about Sasha's content is, I will say this, it is more driven from the sports card investor side of things. And I think that that's true. And I think he probably agree. And I'll tell you, I don't know Sasha T at all. I, we don't have a relationship. I don't know. I'm a fan. I'm telling you I'm a fan. Go check out his stuff. But I think that you've got this sports card investor content community. I'm just going to call it that. And the reason why most of it sucks is because it's not authentic. It's not real. It's just people blabbering because they want to be famous on their channels. It's people trying to have knowledge around stuff, people telling people what to do. That's why a lot of these content creators around sports card investing are losing some traction. They might have traction with a younger demographic and don't even get me started there. Okay. One thing I'm not about is people who play into kid play into kids in that mindset that these kids are trying to get into cards and figure out collecting. And then it's almost like vultures trying to capitalize on subscribers through the youth of our sports card community. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But what I'll say here is the the part of the turnoff for a lot of people who listen to stagging slabs who don't like that stuff is because of what I just said and just this mindset of like, I'm going to tell you what to buy. I'm going to tell you what to do. Here are my picks, blah, 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 blah. Now, Sasha T, he might be a sports card investor. I'm an investor. I talk about it on the show, the top of the show. But his stuff works is because he prioritizes authenticity above everything else. His content is raw. He takes you alongside with him in his journey. There is no manipulation. There is no bullshit there. It is a guy doing what he's doing, learning, asking questions, and talking with people and making deals. And the production's off the hook, man. It's a great free. I'm not a YouTube guy, but I'm sitting there watching his stuff. And I'm like, this is how sports card investing content should be delivered. I do content for a living, everybody. And I'm building a company on content marketing. I might know a thing or two about how it works and what you should be doing. And I got a little show called Stacking Slabs. You should check it out. Hit that subscribe button. But with Sasha T, man, I just want to shout out. If you're, if, you're in, if you're tired of sports card investing content and you're looking for something and you do have interest, go check out Sasha T's page. Go check out his Instagram. It's really good stuff. And he just freaking worked a massive deal at the Dallas show. This man has a PSA first edition 10 Charizard card. Ridiculous deal to work that thing out. So I just want to shout him out. I also want to shout out Zan Morning. Drake's PC and Yamwax for doing a live on wrestling cards and talking about that. That hit my feel spot. I got nothing but love and time for wrestling card content. I love it. I love everyone who DMs me about wrestling and wrestling cards, man. I got so much love for you and for that. I got to plug the Hobby Hustle this Friday. We're talking about the Dallas show. I got 
a trio of people who were there coming together like us in the sports card community hobby do. And I got my man Max at Putnam Cards, my man Shay at Shay Wave Vlogs, and my man Greg at the Pack Profits on the show on Friday talking about their experiences. And I learned a ton. I got to shout out AEW Dynamite. Holy shit. That main event, one of the best women's matches I've ever seen between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker, an absolute five-star classic. Getting fired up thinking about it. I can't wait to watch. I'm going to watch it again today. Just unfreaking believable Shout out to those girls, man. That was unbelievable. Britt Baker left that just with, I mean, this is a, a, a star is born. And I've been a Britt Baker mark since the jump. She was the one of the first tees I bought when AEW shirts got released. So I just got to say, Thunder Rosa, congratulations on the W. But Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, I'm a mark. I'm a mark after that. I always have been, but it's taken to the next level. We got Fast Lane this Sunday, the road to WrestleMania. I am fired up. God, I love wrestling. I want to give some love to my man, Jacoby Brissett, going to the Miami Dolphins. Miami, if you're a Miami Dolphins fan and you're listening to this, you probably don't want to see him play because of Tua. You have, you're, you're hoping Tua works out. If he doesn't, you got a great guy who can get in there and, and make some plays, but you have an even better man for your community. Jacoby Brissett did so many amazing things during his time here in Indianapolis. Incredible guy. Um, just wanna just wanna just thank him on this show for just the time spent here in Indianapolis. Want to shout out Karis Levert for putting on the Pacers gear, being healthy, and helping us win some ball games. Man, what a fun fun player! Like the flow of the Pacers offense has certainly gotten better with him in it. Football cards, football cards. I love football cards. You already know that. There's so much potential around football cards. You've got just, it's the number one sport in America. There's fantasy football. There's the numbers of people who watch these football games. And I just think like the way the sports card market is moving and the way everything is going, the rise of football cards is happening right before our very eyes. Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes are a massive part of it. I'm blown away at the interest that we are seeing at this point. Football cards to me right now, I do a lot of different collecting, but I would say primarily I'm really lasered in on on some of my football PC. Got a ton of passion around it. By the way, there's golden auctions. It'll be done by the time this episode goes live. Th- shout out to everyone who sent me that Edge and Peyton BGS9 dual logo, man. Mama mia! That's a hell of a banger. And congrats to anyone who wins that. That thing's amazing. We're seeing cards right now just hitting all-time highs just on the regular Justin Herbert, every time I open up card ladder, a new Justin Herbert card reaches an all-time high. Christian McCaffrey select saw all-time high, PSA 10. I went. I fell asleep at the wheel in 1998 Flair Showcase, Peyton Row 1, Legacy out of 100, BGS 9 sold this week for $1,600, population 7. It's my kind of card. Josh Mother Allen, man. Josh Allen, his silver freaking prism. Hit 9K this week. PSA 10, population 23. There is so much confidence in the football card market right now, and I love it. That Josh Allen, 
thing is just blowing my mind. I don't know the facts. Got to shout out my man, California card collector, Sierra. He sent me a note saying he thinks that 2018 and 2013 foot, prison football had one silver per box. If you know that for sure, hit me up. But like, that's a reason and an opportunity or was an opportunity for why this Josh Allen card is just going bonkers and ballistic. Think with football cards, just jump in. Don't look back. If you love football, there are so many angles and opportunities. I love football cards, and I can't wait to get mixed up in it. We're going to close it out here. It never hurts to ask. We ask sellers if they can go lower on their price. We ask our favorite people for feedback. We ask vendors to deliver premium experiences, but sometimes we forget about ourselves. What the are my goals? Ask yourself. Take some time, ask yourself those questions, look at your PC. Maybe it's time to sell some cards. Maybe it's some time to go down another avenue. I don't know what it is, but make sure you're reflecting on your own hobby experience. Focus in on yourself over focusing in on other people. I promise you, you'll have a good time. You like what you heard, hit that damn subscribe button. Subscribe to the weekly rip. Hit that link in my Instagram bio. Hell of a show coming at you on Friday some of my favorite people in the hobby. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. And we'll be back real soon.